Welcome to NoSpinHomilies.com. I invite you to join me to reflect upon the homilies of Father Dan. Father Dan will challenge us to open our heart, mind, and soul to the Word of God. Father Dan will draw upon sacred scripture along with art, literature, and the lives of the saints to help us grow in our love and knowledge of the scripture. In doing so, we can become the living Word of God in this world. Now it is my pleasure to present to you No Spin Homilies. In the Gospel today, we have a very powerful lesson in the spiritual life, especially when faced with difficulties and challenges in life. Now notice how the Gospel starts. It says, On that day, as the evening drew on, Jesus said to his disciples, Let us cross to the other side. Leaving the crowd, they took Jesus with them in the boat, just as he was. Now that's important for us to go back to that last sentence. Leaving the crowd, they, meaning the apostles, took Jesus with them in the boat, just as he was. So immediately, this tells us that the apostles are at the center of the story. Remember, the apostles symbolize the church, and therefore this is a lesson for us. St. Augustine referred to the story as the drama of the life of the church. Next, it says, the storms blew up. Well, this was not uncommon for storms to easily blow up out of nowhere in the ancient world. See, this is why. In the ancient world, sailing was considered a very dangerous mode of travel. Now, most boats sailed parallel to the coastline. They didn't want to risk venturing out into the open waters. Now, realize, back then they didn't have GPS like we do. And so, they feared first getting lost. Worse yet, in the ancient world, people believed in chaos. And chaos existed in the very vastness of the ocean, where evil spirits existed down deep in the ocean. And so, the storms blow up, and the waves are breaking over the boat, and the boat is taking on water. Now, the apostles are becoming terrified. Now, remember, these apostles, most of them were experienced fishermen who made a living fishing on the Sea of Galilee. Therefore, they probably encountered many storms during their many years of fishing. And yet it says the apostles were terrified of the storm. Therefore, one can only assume that this is a very terrible storm. The symbolism here, it's the overwhelming struggle of our church and what our church has faced and what we individually face in our daily lives. Our church has faced some very difficult struggles for centuries on end. Take, for example, the persecutions that occurred the first three centuries of our church. In fact, ironic enough, Mark here is writing his gospel to a Christian community in Rome that is experiencing the persecutions first at hand. Now, the church has faced other challenges throughout the history. As I noted last week, the Great Western Schism in the 14th century, in which two and then finally three men declared themselves pope and fractured our church. Or look at the Reformation in the 16th century, in which members broke away according to doctrinal beliefs 
or I should say disagreements. And yet these storms also represent the challenges we face individually, ourselves. These storms can take different forms. Maybe it's unemployment, an unexpected diagnosis, the loss of a loved one, strained relationships with relatives. Whatever these storms are, no one is immune from them. You know, we all have these challenges in life. The only difference that separates us is the level of severity of them. But notice what Jesus is doing during this devastating storm that has the apostles so frightened to death. Well, it says he's sleeping. He's asleep on a cushion. Here, waves are coming over the side, and the boat is taking on water. Again, these are experienced fishermen, have already gone through you know, countless storms, and they think all is hopeless. And there, Jesus is sleeping away. And so the apostles are in somewhat upset. How can Jesus sleep through all this? I think is this is one of the best messages of the gospel for us this weekend. Even in the worst storms, Jesus has found peace, enough peace to sleep through that storm. Now, does this mean that Jesus is sleeping when we undergo problems or challenges or difficulties in life? No, not at all. He's wide awake. He's right there with us. And yet, that's the temptation, isn't it? You know, we feel or we think, you know, my child has been diagnosed with a debilitating disease. Where is God in all this? Why can't he save my child? Or I have lost my job. Where is God in all this chaos? Or maybe we suffer from depression and anxiety, and we feel that we just can't break free of that disease. And we ask God, where are you in the midst of all this chaos in our life? And why can't you help and save me from this? Now, it might feel just like that. We, like the apostles, in prayer we go to God with some request. That's why the apostles say to Jesus, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? See, in each of these cases, whatever the challenge may be that we are facing in our life, we go to God with a sense of desperation and hopelessness. And Christ is sleeping. Well, Christ sleeping represents a place in which we find peace during the challenges of our life. Therefore, Whatever the storms may be that we may face, or the church faces, if Christ truly is the center of our life, then we will find peace, especially in the midst of the chaos and the challenges that we have in our lives, especially when we feel buffeted about by whatever is harming us. And see, that's the key. That's the key to understand the gospel for this weekend. What does Christ do when he's awakened? It says he immediately, he calms the great storm. Well, Jesus is the Son of God. He created this entire universe. The terrified apostles, yes, they lost their center. They no longer are focused on Christ, but on the storm, the wind and the rain and the waves coming over the boat. Once Christ is no longer our spiritual center, Then the storms of our life, whatever they may be, anxiety, depression, poor health, unemployment, they will get the best of us. They will become the center of our life. 
then all seems hopeless, which can be terrifying to live without any hope whatsoever. And yet, if Christ is our spiritual center, then we will find peace, regardless of the storms that blow in and out of our life. We will find peace because Christ is that source of peace. Christ becomes that peaceful harbor in the midst of the storms that blow in and out of our life. And in doing so, it gives us the reassurance that we will prevail and overcome any challenge that comes into our life. Now, it's important to note, in the midst of the apostles' desperation, they cry out to Christ. That's good. That's very good. They say, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? St. John Chrysostom once said, You couldn't help but be reminded of Psalm 130. It begins, Out of the depths I cried to you, O Lord. Well, the cry of the apostles is the cry that we may have had to God when we are at the end of our rope, when we've lost hope, when we felt like the apostles completely hopeless from saving ourselves. And so we cry out to God. And yet, in that cry out, we recognize our complete reliance upon God and the fact that he will rescue us. One last thing. It says, Jesus woke up, he rebuked the wind and said to the sea, quiet and be still. The wind ceased and there was a great calm. Then he asked the apostles, why are you terrified? Do you not have faith? Jesus tells his apostles just that. Why don't you have faith? Here, Jesus, he's challenging his own apostles. Their closeness with Christ doesn't absolve them of their responsibility of forming themselves. If Christ truly is our center, and he is, it requires commitment on our part. What's that commitment look like? Well, a daily prayer life, an active sacramental life, going to Mass every weekend, you know, engaging the corporal and spiritual works of mercy, engaging in a stewardship lifestyle, and continuous lifelong faith formation. See, all these things help to nurture that center in our relationship with Jesus Christ. So we're always focused on Christ, and Christ is always that center of peace, even in the midst of storms that we have in our life. See, then regardless of any storms that blow in and out of our life, we will find peace, peace in Christ that comforts us and reassures us that we will ultimately prevail and overcome any storm that blows in or out of our life. And may the grace and the peace of Jesus Christ rest upon you always.